Winter is coming, you stupid bitches. Stop being so selfish and just just worry about the undead army coming down to kill us. Don't worry about some iron throne, man. Hey, what's up, peasants? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Stuck in a Side Quest. Uh, joining me is, as always, Tyler, Haley, Scott, Katie, and myself, Trevor. Um, today we're going to do, be doing a little deep dive on the Stark House from Game of Thrones or A Song of Ice and Fire from the books. Um, yeah, so uh, personally, I like the Starks. They're my favorite. They're like the good guys. And like I was thinking about it earlier, and I feel like if you take like the good, neutral, and evil, I would have to say that, and you take the three major houses, I think three major houses are Stark, Targaryen, and Lannister. Yeah. I feel like Starks are good. If you're going to put it into like a rough category, I'd say that the Starks are good. Targaryens are probably more neutral, at least with Daenerys, and then the Lannisters are the evil. I would say, I mean, do y'all agree with that? Uh, yeah. In terms yeah. of Game of Thrones, yeah, like that time frame. I think yeah, yeah. They and may not have always been evil, but... Yeah, like, to me, Starks are definitely, like... And if we're going more into, like, lawful good. Yeah. Like, they're the ones that are, like, yeah. seriously... If you get to, like, the chaotic and lawful, I think that just differs between the person. I guess you're right. Each so, one can be their own chaotic and lawful and stuff. Because, like, Tywin, you would say is lawful. Lawful evil there, right? Yeah, he would say lawful evil, but then maybe Cersei would be either neutral or chaotic. Joffrey. Or Joffrey, yeah. (laughs) Joffrey, there you go. That's a good one. Is chaotic evil. Yeah. Lesser of all the evils is the Starks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could say that, too. Because, I mean, they all do fucked up shit. But I would say that the Starks are less selfish, which... They're our protagonists. Like, they're the ones we are rooting for the entire time. Yeah, and, like, Daenerys, she's good. I think she's good. I mean, like, Targaryens, they have, like, they can be pretty fucked up from what I've been reading. But (laughs) it's not the Starks, not the Targaryens, but. It's like the House of Gryffindor with Harry Potter. They're assholes, but they're the protagonists in the movies. So, yeah, it's the same thing with the Starks. But, like. Even right here, like, I'm going to go through some of the, like, their descriptions of stuff. And i give you all some. This might be pop quiz time. Oh, shit. <laughs> but. I didn't study. We all know, we all know their words or their motto. And, you know, it's winter is coming. It is one of the, one, one of the mottos that it's a warning for people. And it's not, like, something that's boastful like the other houses do. Which, I forgot the other houses. But, like, Targaryens is uh, blood and fire, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, so. fire and blood, I think. Yeah, and then Baratheons is like being strong or something like that. I forgot. I didn't look up all the house's mottos. We can do that. But theirs is, hey, there's something that can kill us. There, It's more. Let's hey, get prepared. Yeah, let's get prepared. Let's, it's not selfish. <laughs> Unless, I mean, you take selfish. There's an it, impending doom coming yeah, our way. Yeah, that's what I saw anyways. But um, some of the traits of the starts, which... It's definitely differs between the book. Y'all should know the book and the show are a little bit different. I mean, the book can be whatever they want to describe it as. In the show, you have to get certain actors and stuff. And the Starks, actually, they're described as long faces, brown hair, and gray eyes, which I didn't know about the gray mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah, I didn't know about the gray cool. eyes either. Um, they also, they're, from what I know, one of the, like, almost all of them, if they have a direwolf, they can warg into their direwolf. I read that what? too. 
Yeah, they yeah. don't work. Yeah, What's like that? that's when like what Bran does when he sees through animals' eyes. Oh, they all can do it. Which Bran is obviously the more powerful one because he can do it through people. Yeah, stuff like that. But they can do it through their dire wolves. Maybe not on command, not all of them, but. It's usually by dreams they can see through their walls. Why don't they do that? Arya does show. it. That's what I was about she to say. Yeah, I think so. Arya and John can do it. Yeah, they both can do it. I'm pretty sure Sansa probably had dreams, but they don't even <laughs> they don't even get touched on in the show. That must be a book thing. I don't know. Again, I haven't read the book. It but. is it is definitely a more of a book thing, but I they might touch on it every once. I feel like Arya had a dream. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I feel like she look she saw through. Uh, I don't remember that. But I could be wrong. Don't mean. Don't, I know that you might, she, you might be I know that she sees Nymeria in one of the later seasons. Yeah, but I don't think it's anything. It, there, yeah, there's nothing like worgy or. Not nah, yeah. I mean, let's like be that. realistic. Would they, if they never went walking in the woods and found that litter of direwolves, do you think they all would have had direwolves at some point in their life? No. I mean, it might be more of a supernatural thing, like, uh, like it's going to happen eventually. Like it's just part of their. Yeah. Family, yeah, but, but I don't think. Like Starks before them, I don't think they had direwolves, did they? I thought that was just kind of a thing for the. Sh no, it it was a thing because that's why they saved the direwolves. Right, yeah. he says it's since it's you know this is the sigil of your house. Right, you know, I think I think that is a thing. Oh, okay, and it's kind of like the magic, like it gets. I feel like in Game of Thrones, as time goes on, it's kind of there's less and less less magic. So maybe they don't think that happens, but once they get a direwolf, if they're lucky enough, that might be it. They're just lucky enough. Yeah. And they get a dire wolf, and then that's when they can start warping through it and everything. And, I mean, it's obviously the family of Bran can do it so much, so it might be also like a DNA thing. So, Yeah, maybe. I saw, I read a thing that, that's interesting, because I read a thing about, like, the crypts, and, like, some of the statues in the crypts, like, actually have dire wolves next to, like, the lords and the ladies and stuff like that, that were before. Yeah, the events of Game of Thrones and everything. Well, even here it says that they got to be more practiced. So if they don't know they can do it and they don't understand it, then they probably will never get into it. But if they practice, they probably, which, and I don't know, the books might be a little bit different. And just a little side note, I haven't read the book, so don't like. I don't think any of us have. Yeah, yeah. Said, we might get some stuff wrong. The references, I've just watched some videos and pretty much like read a whole wiki and stuff like that different wikis and like each one's kind of different because they go by the book just let us know <laughs> if we get something wrong just let us know in the comments yeah let us know and please don't hate us so um so scott what is house stark's uh sigil it is a direwolf running through a white plane or white field i think right oh yeah that's actually pretty gross good job oh, i can't believe ding, ding, ding. that's more of the book <laughs> one job, yeah it's a, it's a Gray direwolf running over a gray field. I think the show is just the direwolf head, a gray direwolf yeah. head on the yeah, green and is. white. Oh, it's definitely different because, again, when I was, was doing my research, I saw that. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah. And Try then, to make it more simple for uh, the show. I'm looking up these mottos that you were talking about earlier in the houses, mm -hmm. and I didn't know that these houses had all these different mottos. Yeah, what is pretty badass. I, again, this is about the Starks. What is the official motto for Lannister? Because I know the unofficial. Hear me roar. Hear me roar. Yeah, okay. yeah. boastful. Me. Yeah. All about me. Targaryen, right. fire and blood. Greyjoy, we will not sow. Yeah. yeah. Or we do not sow. And uh, Baratheon, Baratheon is uh, ours. Ours is the fury. Yeah. yeah. So that's like 
Starks have the one that's not selfish <laughs> and not talking about yourself. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't well, say necessarily like extremely selfish, but because it's about their family and everything. But you know, see how tough we are. Hear us roar. Is that all you got on that? There was there was one more. Hold on. I mean, then the what's the House of Car Stark? What is that? That is like a side. I think I don't know. I haven't done my research about the Car Starks, but supposedly they are related to the main Starks. Yeah, they, they're the son of Winter. Yeah, that's their. That's what I'm saying. They're like an extension of House Stark. Yeah, they're like under it's probably a cousin who got some land and is like. Yeah, going it's, into these, it's like the siblings, like the younger sibling that didn't inherit Winterfell. Right. Yeah. Going they, into these uh, different houses and mottos and stuff, I didn't realize how many. Freaking houses. Uh, yeah. A bunch. Like this one, they're down. Well, it's like each house, family. S W Y F T. Is that Swift? Yeah. It has a chicken. <laughs> and it says, Awe, Awe is their motto. There's there's probably a reason why that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scrap that. Yeah. House, uh, all, all, run is no foe may pass. And it's just a hand. Illyrian? That's how I was. Oh, it. Illyrian. Sorry. It's, like, it's like Valyrian without the V. I was trying to find. I wanted to see the house. The twins motto is like stand Bolton, but it doesn't even have House Bolton. They're the theirs is like something about flame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure it's flame like, human. Just flame. Just kill. Yeah. Flame. <laughs> <laughs> Which um. All right, so some of their um, customs, uh, which you hear in the show, Edard says it. Um, if I say Edark, I'm so sorry. I've always said that, and I didn't realize it was. I'll try to just call him Ned. Same. So, but they believe that a Stark has always always has to be in Winterfell. If a Stark's not in Winterfell, then everything goes shit. Which, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, kind we've seen that yeah. in the show. Yeah, that happens. Oh, yeah, and they're also one of the only ones that are, like, friends to the Night Watch. And I feel like, from what I've read, that they they see the Night Watch, like most of them, don't see it as a punishment. Some of them see that as a duty to go to the to the wall oh, yeah. to protect the realm. Like John, he goes and then... Um, Benjamin uh, yeah. had that attitude, too. He had that attitude, which all the, everybody, everybody else, especially down south and stuff, that's a punishment. Oh, we're sending you to the wall. Right. That's where we send thieves well, and everything. Going back to House Stark's motto, you know, their words. I mean, yeah, winter's coming. They actually believe that the Night's Watch is probably an important thing as the other southern armies and southern, they don't, you know. They don't get touched by the winter as much as, and they like, which we'll get into the Night King and everything, because that's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole can of worms. So, but, the, I think I have this map switched in my head. Is the wall. Above everything, yeah, in yes. Western, not Westeros, Castle Westeros. Rock or West is all down Westeros. here. Westeros yeah. or King's Landing, yeah, you got the wall at the top. I had it switched that <laughs> I know that's not how Earth works, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, well, King of the North, <laughs> what <laughs> should it be King of the South? Well, yeah, it's like you got ca- you got the wall and you got Castle Black. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, there's multiple castles. And then you the go wall. down. Yeah. And actually the uh it's like the Mall's Town and the Dreadfolk for it's a little bit closer than Winterfell, which Dreadfolk is the Boltons. They're to the east. They were when I was looking into the Boltons, because 
they are they are like the antagonist to this to the start. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'll get when, into it. When there was one, there was like one house, and then they split off, and the Boltons came one, and then the Starks came one, or something like that. Kind of yeah. what I was reading, yeah. And uh, then they kind of just feuded. Which we've already said this, but the the main location is they're in the north, and they're in Winterfell. That's their that's their place. Hell um, yeah. And so we'll go ahead, and that kind of leads us into the founding. So the Stark that founded it was Brandon Stark or Bran the Builder. And he comes from the Age of Heroes, which, not to get too into it because it's a whole thing, but that the Age of Heroes started when the First Men, which there's three groups of uh, pretty much cultures that make up Westeros now or what you know in Game of Thrones and the Song of Fire and Ice. It's the First Men, the Andals, and... Um, I don't know how to say the R word. It's like Bran Rhinos, Rhinos. But um, Bran the Builder was part of the first men, and they ended up fighting the Children of the Forest, which you get a little glimpse of that in Game of Thrones. But um, there was a pact signed between them after like a, they fought for like centuries. There was a pact that was signed between them for peace, and then when that happened, Bran the Builder built the wall, um, and he also as a kid, helped build uh, Storm's End, which is the Baratheons. Yes, that's cool. Um, which, this, it was so long ago. I mean, this was like 8,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago. So it's almost like a mythical, like even George R. R. Martin says that Brandon Builder could possibly be just a mythical character that they've made up through time because, you know, stuff like, becomes myth and through word of mouth like all the age of heroes stories and everything because there there's these like crazy fantastic stories and it's was never written down is all by word of mouth from each family like each family pretty much that you see today or in the game of thrones has a um has one of the heroes from the age of heroes a lot of people think that Brand the Builder was a bunch of people that they just all like everybody like Winterfell was built by it was built by him technically quotation marks but it was also built on over time by other people just remember that when you talk about Brandon Builder and sorry in advance but there's about 10,000 Starks named Brandon <laughs> yeah. and Rickon I mean, so, it's no different than how many uh, Aegons are in yeah, Targaryen it's very very much that. like Targaryens more than I thought I mean it's like Brandon pops up multiple times like each family each like father and their kids there's going to be a brand in <laughs> there somewhere. at least one <laughs> yeah there's at least one that pops up almost every generation i mean that makes sense why the series ended the way it did then you know carry on that name yeah. yeah um whenever they first made the pact and everything the starks were the king or whoever was like the head stark were the king of the north they had multiple names but King of the North was the main one. Um, also a description, not to, I know I already went over it, but they also were described as being uh, cold and like they have all the characteristics of ice. Like they were cold and melancholy. And um, They're Elsa. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> Elsa's probably a Stark. Oh, shit, I was say it. Maybe not as lively. <laughs> and, uh, but they are also described as like having wolf blood and being wild kind of i i that is cool that you bring that up because i did read something about kind of how like which i guess this is different it's not from like inbreeding like with the targaryens but like 
if you were kind of a little bit more like eccentric and stuff like that as a Stark, that's what they would label you as is you would have like wolf blood. Yeah. And that's why wild. you acted the way you did. Yeah. Boy, you got some wolf and blood. And I feel like even like John kind of, he can like, he gets along with the wildlings above the, above the wall. And I feel yeah. like Starks, even though they fucking fight each other all the time, they kind of, they're more alike than probably they want to admit because they're more wild. And they're probably the ones oh. that have that wolf blood is more wild. Yeah. John's not a Stark, though. I mean, he's half Stark. He, he just doesn't have. His mom was a Stark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad, not bad. Well, then technically, yeah. I mean, I don't know if y'all want spoilers or not with that, but. I mean, if you don't know by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, John's, John's a Targaryen. Yeah. I said it. There we go. Uh, I know. <laughs> Targaryen Stark. So he's. Yeah. He's, he's like the him. best of both worlds. Yeah. I mean, he went, he went from the bastard child to the bastard child. <laughs> Um, another note through the uh, Age of Heroes is the Night King. So this, from what I read, and this is all like kind of hearsay and through myth and everything. Um, he was the 13th Night Watch commander. He was the 13th commander of the Night Watch. And he fell in love with a white-skinned woman. Like white-skinned as in like corpse, white-skinned. And she was called the, I don't know her name, but she was called the Corpse Queen. This dude fell in love with a zombie. Yeah, and they said, <laughs> which he, the description's a little, a little raunchy, but so when he <laughs> put the seed in her, mm. he also <laughs> put his soul in her, too. Oh, <laughs> lost some of his soul. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why. When you put the soul in her? <laughs> yeah. And he thought, like, he's jacked up. Yeah. No, I'm boy. He got her. <laughs> and he ended up, he ended up, like, taking the wall and kind of attacking, attacking down below and attacking the south. Um, but they ended up fighting him, and um, not Brandon, Brand the Builder, Brandon the Breaker. It's another guy. <laughs> and a wilding called Joramon ended up fighting him and killing him and fighting, like, the Night King, and they erased every, him from history. They erased his name. They erased everything, so it's all just hearsay because of, like, what he did. Like, he, he killed a lot of people, screwed over a lot of people, so... So wait, the corpse queen, she wasn't a White Walker. It's just like another form of zombie, or was she? Or like a source? I don't think they don't ever really say because they erased it. Or was she like a night king? Um, I think, I didn't write it down, but I think she was supposed to be one of either a wildling or a, um, one of the king's daughters that was also like, supposed to be like a bad dude. And, but she's just described as the corpse king, and she fucking stole that man's soul. Poor guy. But I thought so I was stealing a seed. Him. But <laughs> so sucked that man's soul out. <laughs> but I'm the best nut. Is but like. this, this kind of contradicts something in Game of Thrones. Jesus. <laughs> what? Because in Game of Thrones, it shows that the Night King was created by the children of the forest. So how does that? Right. So if this is separate, then it's probably some kind of something different. Oh, well, okay. I guess you're right. You said that this is like. It yeah, could be or, some kind of like magic, like the uh, red woman, you know, she births that like demon thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But She I'm, could just be like a resurrected person where she still acts like a person. She doesn't have that white walker mentality where she's just there to kill. Or like through the myth, since all of Westeros is, they're all fucking raunchy. They're like, yeah, he had sex with that corpse. That's okay. what he did. <laughs> and really, she could have just went up and touched him and 
turned him into the Night King. Got the cootie. Yeah, yeah just because yeah. they're just talking shit about him. Oh. Yeah, I was just wondering because oh, I remember that whole scene in Game of Thrones. It shows them putting whatever they put in him, and then he instantly turns into the Night King. Yeah. So, so after that, um, and like this is through like centuries and stuff, the Starks slowly start de- defeating the kings that are also in the north. And two of note are is the Barrow King and the Red King. The Barrow King, they were south of Winterfell. I don't know exactly who they were, but they were the ones south. They defeated them, and then the Red King were the Bolts. Mm-hmm. And so they defeated them and eventually made them like swear swear of fealty or whatever it's called. So the yeah. Boltons? Yes, the Boltons. Good. Fuck them. That's guys. what I said. They and they're to the east. So they that's that's what I've read from the book. So that I mean, that's what I mean, because the Boltons go extinct after the Battle of the Bastards. So that is that what you're talking about when they defeat? No, 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 no. no. Uh, this is back in yeah. This is all pre, yeah, pre, pre, yeah. pre Game of Thrones. Everything I'm going to talk about is pre Game of Thrones. When we get to there, it's I'm cutting it off because y'all should just be, you know you can watch the show. Yeah, they killed pirates all around them, also to the south and like to the west. They ended up getting the wolf den. And this is, it's, it doesn't really pop up in the, it's to the south. And it's like a river that leads up into the north. And then it goes down into, this map is wild, y'all. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know, if you if you need to pull up a map of Westeros, if you can. If you're driving, don't do it because you know, I don't want you to crash listening to this. But <laughs> it's like a river that leads down and then it's like this gulf called the Bight. And it's like in the north. If you look at a map, you'll see it. And it's called the Bight. And then there's a place called White Harbor. Where it kind of goes up, and then that White Harbor has a river that goes up, and that was where the Wolf Den is, and those were the Grey Starks, and that's where the Grey Starks were. But they ended up trying to ally with the Boltons, and sturdy so, bastards. Yeah. So when that happened, the Starks like slapped them down. Bye bye. And they turned the <laughs> Wolf Den into a prison. It's now a prison instead of just a castle or whatever to hold the Grey Starks. Which, like, I feel like I guess if there's Stark and a name in front of it. And I guess this goes for most of the houses, I think. Which I don't I don't hear anything about like Baratheon or Targaryen or anything. But right. it's almost like, all right, the oldest son, he gets Winterfell, he's the king of the north, he's a Stark. But the younger sons might get their own place. Like one gets like the Wolf's Den and they become the Grey Stars. This this is all like, speculation. Kinda, yeah. yeah, but it's also kind of history too oh it's that okay. i mean yeah because white harbor's there the wolf's den is there the gray starks were there the boltons are still there like all that's still right there um it might be you know the fish gets bigger and bigger as the story gets told over time so um then they kill the marsh king which is like south west i believe <laughs> a little bit and they put that it's like every time they go for these kings they like kill them and they that becomes their territory in the north all this over thousands of years, shit ton of conflicts, all this story and stuff. Um, this is all kind of relates to where you see them now and what their territory is as the North. And this, I mean, this lasts for like 10,000 years, like a lot, like thousands of years. I don't know. It's like some say eight, sometimes say 10, some say five. It's like around there, the whole age of heroes. That's what that is. Yeah. And doesn't everything kind of change with Aegon's conquest? Yeah, that's brilliant segue, Scott, because that's what I'm getting into now. Oh, excuse me. No, no, you're good. No, that good works job. out because that's Aeon's conquest. And so that's when all the, 
the Targaryens come and fuck shit up with their dragons, with their thousand strong dragons. And actually, his name is Torin Stark. He goes down there with 30,000 men, <laughs> gets there, and he sees there's a, the burning of Hall in the Field of Fire. And this is where, like, the Targaryens, I forgot what the family name was in Hall. I don't think they were Hall, but they pretty much killed out a family. They just burn it to the ground. Uh, yeah, you see what Heron Hall looks like in Game of Thrones. Yeah, you do. It's yeah. all fucked up. Eh? When they're all there and they're torturing all the folks, the Lannister army's there with Arya. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... It gets uh, promised to old Littlefinger. Continue. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's Heron Hall, and that got messed up by a dragon. And I'm... The Field of Fire, I didn't read too much into it, but I'm guessing it was an army that just got laid to waste by dragons <laughs> and caught on fire. That little picture had a bunch of people running around screaming with fire. Yeah. It's probably like that part where Daenerys gets the dragon and burns like the Lannisters and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, just probably the same as that. Yeah, everything. Way up. worse. I was looking at Harrenhal and to see like who ruled it. There's like a list of ten people, and it gets to the Starks, and then it's the Lannisters, and then the Boltons, and then House Baelish owns it. Like, see that everybody swapped Harrenhal right. down. Heron Hall. That's a place? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it it's like a castle. It's like uh, a place. It's a castle. It's kind of a ruin. A family house. It's like Winterfell. Okay. So then Torhen Stark, he kneeled, and he's known as the king who kneels, but he did it on Bitch. purpose because he knew be... that he'd get fucking slaughtered. Right. Could be and this is where the king of the north gets changed to warden, and they're the warden of the north because technically they're not the king. They're... The warden, and they're under Targaryen. Which <laughs> they're the sheriff's department of the North, pretty much. <laughs> Starks weren't happy with Targaryen rule. They don't really like the Targaryens, so they're like ice. Everything that yeah, fire. everything the deal that deals like with the South and King's Landing and all the like royal courts and stuff. Starks just stayed out of it. Kind of like they're known for that. They just stayed out of all the South bullshit Drum because on. they're like. You know, that. Right. I know y'all don't sense. want. I don't want you. I know y'all don't want to come up here and live in the snow. So <laughs> y'all can stay down there. Uh, y'all do you, and I'm gonna do me, and we'll just leave it at that. But um, eventually, stuff is gonna catch up to them. And like I said, with the Night's Watch, it's a punishment. Well, it was um, so pretty much just a bunch of deep bull dookie going on with everybody and the Targaryens and stuff like that. They ended up sending people, like deserters and stuff, through rebellions to the Night's Watch. And so the Night's Watch, they ended up like banding together and going after, like going north, deserting. And so when that happened, Stark called Walton Stark, got uh, his bannermen together, and went up to the north to go get the deserters and died by a giant. Oh <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> so after they did all that, there's like some like you know love interest stuff going on and mingling Targaryens coming up to the Winterfell and stuff and the Targaryens kind of stiffed armed the Starks into giving the Wall or Castle Black and all that giving them area down south of the Wall for them to have and the Starks was like no don't do that because they're just gonna ignore it they don't care about what's going on south <laughs> Targaryens like no y'all y'all gonna do it. we got dragons. <laughs> Yeah. And it turns out the Starks were right. And like the part that they gave ended up just going to shit. And it was just a crappy place to live pretty much. And like wasn't kept up at all. Oh, shit. So there was a. What is it called? Do you know what it's called? Um, I know that it's called the New Gift. That's what they called the place. 
Um, it's south of the wall. I did not write down where it was. I just know it was like, I think it was like towards the east side of the wall, like southeast side. Um, like on the wall or? No, it's like the oh. wall down. Like okay. it's like a, like a chunk of land. And that was supposed to give that to them so they can like use it and build it up, I guess, as their own little place. Um, but that all, that all kind of led into them building the King's Road, which is, goes from King's Landing all the way up to the wall. You see, um, the Baratheons, Robert uses it when he goes up to Winterfell and then John and, uh, Tyrion use it to go to the wall and everything. So that came about from it, which, I mean, I don't know if they really wanted that road to be made because they don't care about King's Landing and everybody down there. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, all right, the next part is the Dance of Dragons. Not going to talk about it because the show's coming out right now, so you're going to be able to see about it. <laughs> Ari's got some stuff spoiled. Um, I could probably say that Starks don't aren't going to pop up that much in it because they're not going to be dealing with a lot of stuff up until a certain point. But I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to ruin it for y'all. So House of Dragon, or House of, is House of the Dragon. Yeah, House yeah. of the Dragon. Is in Westeros? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's when they're in it's when King's they're Landing? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I thought this was over the, it's only, aren't they from, aren't the Targaryens from like S-Robes or whatever? They're it's, from Valyria. S-Robes? Valyria. Old Valyria. Yeah, I think that's over. Essos has something to do with it, though. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I thought that's from. They're like Valyria. That's where the Targaryens started, and they just started coming over yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. They were I mean, conquering. I don't know, we might be wrong, y'all. No, the, said that. no, I'm pretty sure in reading about it, Essos does have something to do with it. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, they might. I'm just saying that they're like Google. a lot of the Google it. The Andals, which is a lot of Westeros, that's the other culture that came. They all came from Essos. Yeah. The other two cultures all came from Essos. Uh, the first men, I forgot where they come from. You know, I, I just think the dragons God. come from Valyria. Lay off of me, all right, guys? I tried my best. House Targaryen was of old a noble house of ancient Valyria, far to the southeast of Essos. So, yeah, that I guess that's all the same. Yeah. yeah. Which, th this, is, this is a little off topic, but you know what the, the planet's called? What? Do y'all know what it's called? <laughs> no, it's called Earthos. Earthos. <laughs> wow, we're yeah, original. <laughs> I guess George R. R. Martin was like, I'm not coming up with fucking continent names. I've came up with the house names. Scream the cotton. <laughs> West Rose. I'll just add O to the end of it. West Rose, East Rose. Yeah. East Rose. Earth Rose. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. They just call it the fans. And I mean, uh, even, I think West Rose is even almost, it looks like England almost a little Yeah, bit. it kind of does. I was looking at the, um, someone has, I was looking at the map of West Rose and. They labeled it like Scotland, England, S Wales. And stuff for East Rose. How do you say it? Essos. Essos. <laughs> I'm so fucking this all up. Eat some roast. And someone just made one that looks like you're looking at it on damn Google Maps. Well, that's like when I was just Googling <laughs> that Heron looks Hall. Like Google There's Maps. a real Heron Hall in England. Oh. <laughs> like, man. not what I'm looking Crazy for. World builder. Yeah, a little bit. He was too busy fucking. I mean, it literally looks intricate. like Great Britain or the United Kingdom and fucking the Middle East. Yeah, look, this man was sitting there Middle and East. he. Easily was able to come up with like two hundred plus houses. Europe, yeah, he wasted so yeah. much time on these houses <laughs> and, and their and histories and that might be missed. And all and all the intertwining bullshit that they do to each other. He's like, 
Fuck the place. <laughs> Imagine creating a story and then being like, I don't know, maybe. Oh, they might. <laughs> right. They might be there. Everybody's going to him for questions, and he's just like, fuck if I know. No, like, I mean, that's 10,000 worth of history. I'd rather like kind of give like an outline of a little bit and just let people run. Let people get it. Yeah, people don't run with it, and they got their imaginations. It probably sounds like we're shitting on this, but no, we really do love this show. Oh, no, I, I was... Think, like, in the world it's in. When I was, like, looking into this and all, like, the Starks and stuff, I kept getting off on reading about all the Targaryens. They got, like... I'm telling you, bro, you, you think you got family issues? Boy. Read into the Targaryens. <laughs> or don't. Just wait for our Targaryen episode to come out. Just wait for that. All right, all right. After the Dance of Dragons, which is House of the Dragon show, all that, which then I always, they don't really match up. But after that happens, they have this thing called the Winter Fever. It's a disease. Um, it kills people in four days. Ooh, damn. First, kind of like the Black Death of bit, I, Westeros. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's like other diseases, but this one is like the one of note. Um, cause it kind of leads to other stuff happening within the Stark, like where all this is like information. So, you know, where you, where we ended up in the game of Thrones and the show and then the books and stuff, this kind of gives you, this is all going to lead down into that and you'll get into it like, oh, oh, okay. Right. Because um, this is, so this is after the dance of dragons. Right? Uh, and so it's like dance of dragons is 172 years before yeah, so we're getting close. Right. It's, it's less than that because. The Dance of Dragons hasn't happened where we're right, at, right, where the show starts. So it's probably more like 150, 140 years. Yeah. yeah, and we're getting close. But the winter fever, day one, you get an intense fever, like you just super intense. And then day two, you get extremely cold and you're shivering and you can't stop. Huh. Day three, you get delirious and you start sweating really bad. Oh shit! Day four, your fever breaks and you either die or stay alive. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Only four people are known to survive. Oh, oh shit. Lord. So you die. Yeah, so pretty much you die. <laughs> the other people just had a mild cold, or a, a bad cold. Yeah, and then they thought this is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, with the Dance of Dragons going on, because a little, a little, some stuff in Rebellions happens with that, and then with the Winter Fever, it kind of weakens the North. This, a group of wildlings led by Silas the Grim, they, get, they band together, they go south, and they start fucking people up. Silas sounds like a wildling name. Yeah. Um, so, Cregan is C-R-E-G-A-N. Cregan? Cregan? Um, Cregan Stark, which he does have a part in the Dance of Dragons. That's the only, that's the only thing I'm going to give you. If he pops up in that show. I don't know if he will. You don't. I never know. They switch names around and switch people around. But I don't think they'll switch him around because he's, he's a very... Um, like a badass character from what I read. And he's like um a tough he's like Edard. Like he's the tough head of the house, one of the best swordsmen. One of the Targaryens say he's one of the best swordsmen he ever fought. He's one of those guys. What he's, is, a what is, he's, he's a man's man. He's a man's man. What is the ha- dance of dragons? Is it just a battle? It's a, it's the it's a civil war between the Targaryens. Oh, okay. The dance of dragons and that's that kind of leads to their little fucking downfall because hey, I explained all of this in the Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> Shut up, Katie. <laughs> Re-explain it how it does with the Starks. <laughs> Tyler doesn't listen either. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, Cregan Stark he goes up, kills the wildlings, and murders. 
and he destroys the Wildling Raiders. Easy, easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it. And then there's the Blackfire Rebellion and Cregan's successors. This is a muddled shitstorm. I'm going to try to get y'all through this. I could barely get through it myself. Um, but every one of Cregan's kids, I think he had five, become king at one point. Oh, <laughs> shit. God. It's kind of like the uh, Lannister. And after that, every, like, the last sibling or whatever, the youngest or whatever, it's like all of their all their children become kings too because of every show. Like, it's just, it's just like this unlimited succession <laughs> with all that going on. It's also the grandkids and, like, the kids of uh, other, like, the aunts and uncles and all that. It's all of them, like, fighting for succession. It's the whole classic Game of Thrones, like who is the one who gets Winterfell and becomes the Warden of the North or the King of the North or whatever. New King. So we can work through it. It's kind of like I could have made this like the uh, like uh, Jesus's uh, family history, (laughs) yeah, or whatever. The son of uh, family line, yeah. Who begot? Who begot? Who begot? Like that, I could have done that, but that's boring. So, um. Brandon, everyone of which I'm not going to go through his kids, but it ends with Brandon Stark. There's another Brandon. He's the last kid of Cregan's. He becomes king of the north. And then. How many kids did Brandon have? He had um, like three. And they all went through. So they're all fighting for the throne, like killing each other? Or. No, it's more just like them bickering. Freak accidents. And it, fuck it, you can have it all it anymore. Well, it all leads to it's not that bad because it's like Brandon's son becomes king, and Rodwell is his first son, and then Baron becomes king. Rodwell ended up like dying, and Baron became the king. And then Baron's oldest daughter Stark became king, and then his second child became King William Stark, and then William died in battle against Raymond Redbeard, which is a wildling. King above the wall, uh, beyond the wall. Which, wild, don't let the wildlings fool you. Like they just like these some free folks because they got the same bullshit with the king going on the whole time too. They always got some king that they all follow. That with the successor, it's just a little bit different. Always trying to always, conquer. Yeah, always trying to conquer shit. So, William died in the battle against Raymond Redbeard and the wildling beyond the wall. Where um, this is where Baron's youngest becomes king of the north and in his um baron's youngest artos right artos is father to rickard and grandfather to eddard that's where it all got to is pretty much we're just getting to eddard where he pops up where ned pops ned stark so all that bullshit leads to eddard which this gets into the robert's rebellion which i do go into it might be a show. Has it been canceled or not? It, it's speculate. I hope it's something. I think it it's should just, be a show because it, there's a lot of cool ass shit and right. a lot of stuff that goes on. I think it's an idea of floating. Yeah, I don't think it's been confirmed okay. yet. Rickard, Rickard, Rickard is Ed, Ned's dad. They're trying to like strengthen their southern bonds or whatever, and so he sends Eddard to be fostered by John Aaron. This is where John Aaron comes in. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. And 
John Aaron's the one who dies at the beginning of the Game of Thrones and kind of starts off, kicks off everything. And that's where Eddard meets Robert Baratheon because they're also fostering him. It's also a ward. Robert's a ward to John Aaron. Eddard has an older brother named Brandon. <laughs> um, and Brandon is the one that's betrothed to Catelyn. And then, um, hopefully this is not too boring to y'all, but this is what Rickard, they betrothed Catelyn and, and Brandon. And then Robert and uh, Lyanna. Lyanna. Lyanna uh, Stark. They become betrothed too. They're like destined to marry each other or whatever. Um, and this is where they they all go to Harrenhal for a tourney. And that's where Rhaegar is. And Rhaegar wins the tourney. And that's where he... Say her name again. Leona. Leona. That's where he pronounces her his queen of love and peace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and there's a bunch of quotation marks around this because, like, George R. R. Martin hasn't finished the books and the Game of Thrones has done their shit with their ending. <laughs> so, like, you know, people think Rhaegar stole her, but it kind of turns out like they were actually in love. According to the they show. According, according, according to the, the show. show. Yeah, they were married yeah. in love and all that, but everybody else thinks that, no, like, Robert's like, no, 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 she loved me. She loved me. <laughs> no, not that man. I don't think anybody loved this Not that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that happens, and then <laughs> Brandon Stark has to duel our favorite character, Peter Baelish. <laughs> little finger. Well, we we where little finger. Little bitch, little bitch finger, or whatever his name is, <laughs> loses, <Yeah>. obviously. <laughs> Uh, Why want, was he even fighting in the tournament? Because he loved Catelyn. Yeah. Jesus. For love of Catelyn. And Catelyn didn't even like that man. I don't think. No, never. No. Um, but then that's when Brandon heard that Rhaegar abducted their sister. <laughs> Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. And so he goes down to King's Landing to Ares, Ares 2. Ares, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the Mad King. The Mad King. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He goes down to the Mad King, like, what the fuck? And, like, insults him, like, Rhaegar the bitch. And Mad King's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, like, imprisons him and makes Rickard, the dad, who's the king of Winterfell, come answer for her, his son's actions, talking shit about his son, about Rhaegar. Um, and he executes both of them. So that's, yeah, that's Eddard's how. brother and yep. his dad. Eddard, Eddard, sorry, Eddard. <laughs> Brother and dad get executed, and then that's when the Mad King asked for Robert's head and Eddard's head, and that's pretty much what kicks off the uh, the rebellion. Because John Aaron says, "No, fuck that! You can't. These are yeah. like my kids. Uh, you can't kill these men." And that's when he raises up against the Mad King and raises his banner and all that stuff. All uh, this makes sense because it really like reading it is really nice because it like just goes straight into the Game of Thrones. Well, it may, like, naming it Robert's Rebellion and then not giving it any context makes it just sound like they were just sick of the Mad King and... Right. There's that, no yeah. filler in there. Yeah, and I mean, the Mad King, which that that's a whole episode, not just Mad King, but, like, the Targaryen stuff. He, I mean, he did the whole, like, burning people and shit and wanted to burn, and he did what whatever. I don't remember exactly. He's crazy as fuck. Yeah, so... Um, so they... John Aaron refused. This starts Robert's Rebellion. So Eddard, being the new king, goes north, rallies his men to come south and fight. 
And he goes through a couple of battles. I don't go too much into the battles, but there's the Battle of the Bells where he has to rescue Robert. Um, and then he goes to River Run, marries Catelyn, and to honor his brother. There, there wasn't romantic. It was just to honor the brother, but, you know, they have a... Right, because she was already betrothed yeah, to yeah. the brother, so it was kind of like his duty to... Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he goes and fights the Battle of the Trident, um, and they kind of, they pretty much won, and Rhaegar's army was going back to King's Landing, and Eddard followed them all the way back. And that's when they get to King's Landing, and Tywin Lannister is already sieging King's Landing. And that's when Jamie kills the Mad King. Lanners go in, Jamie kills the Mad King. They kind of sack, I think it's the sack of King's Landing. Um, so the Lannisters just took their opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Being dirty bitches. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that's they it. turned on. Because they were loyal to Targaryen, but that's well, when they Jay- turned on. Was Jamie the hand Yeah, he was, he was a Kingsguard. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was a king, he was yeah, king's guard. He was the king's guard. He was the main king guard, the guy who protects him. I got a question. Back. He was sent. Jamie, when Eddard gets into the into the um, throne room, throne room, Jamie's sitting on the throne, like he's just sitting there. You know, Jamie's being a cocky little asshole and sitting there. I do got a question though. At the Battle of the Trident, that's where Rhaegar falls, correct? I think he dies I there. So. Or does he die in the sacking of? Well, it says it's a Rhaegar's army. I don't think he dies in the sacking, which uh, that some people don't. Don't know where he dies. They, like it never says that he. I dead. swear, I thought that Robert kills him at the Battle of the Trident. That, might, we can look that, that up. Might, that might be it. That might be what it is. So the sack happens with Tywin. Um, he has a falling out with Robert. Eddard does with Robert because Eddard doesn't like the Lannisters. They don't like the Lannisters because they know the Lannisters are some dirty bastards. Eddard gets mad because Robert condoned the murder of Rhaegar's wife, his actual wife. He actually had a wife, and that's Ella Martell. That's who the oh, mountain, mountain yeah. kills. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, and it's it's brutal. It's real fucked up. I'm not gonna get into oh, it. Oh no, I heard. Yeah. yeah. But that's where the mountain, and that's if he y'all kills. if it's not jogging any memory, uh, Ella Martell is Oberyn Martell's sister. Oberyn's the guy who gets his head popped like a grape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the serpent. Yeah, he's the one who. Bifur- it's the trying to, you're right trying to make the mountains say the names of the people well yeah because he kills oh, yeah. not just her he kills her children as well yeah like <laughs> brutally he kills the daughter and the baby yeah because she just had a baby oh shit um when that kind of makes sense too of why robert chose john aaron to be his hand if it was like his dad yeah yeah but he was like he was a ward i know it says that eddard was being fostered so that's like kind of like theon but not really it's like they sent him like all right you raise him because now you have one of our sons a stark right it builds relations and then a ward may be the same thing but that's what robert was there was a ward so i guess that's like i think it's more like a prisoner of war kind of like theon was wait it says this one this one says fostering and it says theon's a hostage i don't think this was just them sending like Rickard's like, all right, you Eddard's going, you're going to John Aaron and you're going to pretty much be his foster kid and you're going to be his son and he's going to train you and stuff like that. And it's yeah, like, Theon was a punishment for yeah, that was, them. That's what I'm saying. So is Robert more like that? I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. It's a ward. And I think that's, that's kind of like a squire. I think. Okay. I okay. believe. I don't know. Don't. Well, for, for this man to love him so much, I don't yeah. think. I mean, I guess negative. so. Like, <laughs> Foster kids are called wards of the state. 
and they're i mean they're just foster kids so it's probably like the same thing same concept yeah um so after that edar goes to storm's end which is the brathian's place and that's because it's got sieged i bet i'm thinking it's, it's sieged by uh the targaryens or whatever to free up that place freeze up that place and then that's when edar goes to the tower which to get his sister the um tower of joy that's where his liana liana is dun 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 um you, if you watch the show you see this and that's where um he kills the targaryens and then she gives a dying secret secret in quotation marks and that's we all know what that was in in the game of thrones but it has been written in the books cuz jar mark George R. R. Martin is, is smoking dope. <laughs> smoking dope. Um, so then that's when he returns to Winterfell, bringing Jon Snow from his whore, whore that he got impregnated. <laughs> no offense to her. I'm sure she was a nice lady. Right. <laughs> I just said a thing. Don't, don't hurt me for that. Um, and that's where Rob, Catelyn is pregnant with Rob and has Rob. And so when she, when Eddard gets back to Winterfell, Rob's already born. Surprise! Like, it's your firstborn son. He's, he's like and he's like all handsome with perfect teeth, straight out the straight out the womb, just chiseled, just chiseled jaw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, which we're almost done, but then. Uh, some years pass, and Edar goes to fight in the Greyjoy Rebellion. They defeat them, and that's where he acquires Theon, our other favorite character, <laughs> as a hostage to ensure the Lord loyalty of the King of the Iron Islands. Or the Lord of the Iron Islands, not King. Iron Islands. Theon and that's when Game of Thrones starts. And that was our deep dive. How do you circumcise a Lannister? How? Kick his sister in the jaw. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and um that's the end of our side quest i uh, hope you enjoyed it if you liked it share it with your friends and family uh tweet at us tell me what i got wrong <laughs> uh tell me what's your favorite part just tweet at us on on uh twitter you can comment on facebook anything Holler at us, please. Hell yeah. We'll talk back. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Not to sound desperate. Or... Yeah, we ain't yeah. got nothing better to do. But we're not time. shy. Winter is coming.